0: Hey, yo, it's the Scott and Donna Show on the Zeus Radio Network. And we have, first of all, we're going to have to break some hard news to you, and then we have some real good news. So let's start out with that. First of all, the bad news, and I hope you all will keep listening after I give you this bad news, is that though it's called the Scott and Donna Show, Donna has not made the scene today. Donna (laughs) is sick, um, and in that she has stood me up on the show, I'm, I'm hoping that she's not just sick. She's sick and throwing up. Sick and very uncomfortable. <laughs> sick with a bad headache. <laughs> so you're hoping he could, she's
1: really, really sick. Is that what you're saying?
0: <laughs> to justify not being here, you better, you better have a team of doctors working on you. But what we do have is another, another young and oh-so beautiful radio star, popularity sweeping oh, the nation. This is, this is Carrie Nickel. Carrie does a show and I'm gonna kinda of introduce her and then she could say whatever she likes about herself, but there's no awkwardness when you're introducing somebody else. So here's what I say about <laughs> Carrie. <laughs> Carrie is Carrie is a psychologist and Carrie uh, Nickel and Cheryl Sheryl Hicks do their own show on the Zeus Radio Network called Psyched and it is these two very charming uh, in, engaging women, talking about you know serious topics. In that they are practicing psychologists, the topics tend to be serious. It's done in it's done in a very fun, intimate kind of a way. I listen I listen to the show every week, and I really uh, feel as though I'm part of a family. And that's that's what they really that's what they're bringing to internet radio. Carrie, if anybody has had their computer and wants to look at look at her picture, <laughs> it'll be some, it'll be Good. something that won't disappoint you. You know.
2: <laughs> well I feel really good, I'm so glad I decided to co-host this show with you today I really needed that Scott <laughs> 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 You said a lot of nice things about me and I really appreciate yeah. that Yeah, and, and um, they all have to be true I don't know if, Thank you, I don't know how serious our show is Especially today, I don't know if you caught our show this morning But we were, I don't know that we really even got serious for a second today
0: but, Oh, well that's a good um, show too maybe though towards
2: the end What's that?
0: That, that's a good show, too, though.
2: Yeah, true. I think we, we kind of spent the whole time sort of laughing about stuff, which is what we sort of have a tendency to do. But it's Friday morning, and we're excited about what we're doing, and we love it. So it always puts us in a great mood. But,
0: that, that is terrific. Um, the, on, the only um, scar on my morning was that I wasn't able to listen and call in, which I explained to Cheryl last night. And it bothered me. It really bothered me because I look forward on Friday to listening and figuring out when I can call in uh, to make one of my uh, typically brilliant comments. A brilliant comment Absolutely. to me is one. It's a comment that I think is brilliant that everybody else just kind of sneers at and turns their nose up at. But that's the Absolutely. experience I listen have. Absolutely.
3: Listen to yourself talk,
2: Scott. <laughs> listen to what you're saying about yourself. That's, that's that's not going to make you feel good, is it? <laughs> no, actually, when, you, when you've called, I mean, you've always, you know, you've always contributed a lot and uh, have interjected some, you know, really, um, you know, thought-provoking comments and stuff, so we really appreciate your calling in, but, um, you know, we just love it when folks call. Yeah. it's uh, As a matter of fact, we should probably give out the number for uh, folks
3: to give us a call today if they'd like.
0: Well, uh, that's a pretty good idea. Um, all right. Well, I'm going to read the number to everybody twice. This is for today's show, um, for the Donna, uh, Scott and Donna show. The number, call-in number is 760-454-1134. I'll just say it again. 760-454-1134. And I'll, I'll mention the number a little later because you... Whoever's listening may not be inclined to call right now, but um, a topic will will probably come up where you do want to call. So I'll mention the number later. And let, let me say this, too. We're going to be giving away a prize today to a random caller. So for anybody who calls in, for everybody who calls in, you can pick between a $25 gift certificate to Starbucks or a $25 gift certificate to Barnes & Noble. You tell me when Gosh. you call in which one of those you like, and then when we're finished with the call, you give your address to Dustin. And if you are the caller randomly selected, um, I will personally—okay, um, I won't personally do it. Somebody will personally <laughs> mail that gift certificate to you, and it'll it'll be coming in a hurry. So you'll be you know drinking coffee and reading mystery books or whatever you read uh, in no time flat. Well, we're going absolutely.
2: What a great choice places.
0: Yeah, places. very cool places. It's just even cool to be seen at either one of those places. <laughs> Absolutely.
4: <laughs> That's right.
0: So, before the show, uh, Carrie and I spoke briefly uh, about what we, what we want to talk about on the show today. And we're, we're going to begin with a couple of topics and see where that takes us. And I, we certainly both have, we are sort of, you know, walking topic comer uppers with. Uh Carrie and I because <laughs> we know what we like to talk about. That was a real word by the way. Um <laughs>
1: was it really? i have
2: to look
0: that up. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Just take my word for it, all right. So th-
2: Topic coming uppers. Or- Right. Okay. <laughs> but, yes, I could talk about, you know, anything all day long, nothing
0: all day long. Okay. Well, I'm, I may try to embarrass you then if you're opening the whole field. But what we're going to start with, um, and I'll tell you what we're going to start with, and I'll tell you where we're going to head next if it feels natural to head there. The first topic I think we'll start with is uh, discussing um in a relationship, and I'm talking about a romantic relationship, whether it's a serious boyfriend, girlfriend, or, or, or obviously a marriage, but in certain relationships, well, in all relationships, there are probably things that a given person needs to get from, I hate this term, but their significant other, whether it's boyfriend, girlfriend, or spouse, okay? Right. Um, there yeah. may be something that they really need to get from that person because it is so central to their own individual needs, whereas there are other things that would, that would not be on the first tier level of needs. It would be on one of the lower tiers, and maybe you wouldn't need to get that from your uh, spouse or boyfriend. Maybe that would be fine to get it from, you know, if you're a guy, get it from your guy friends. Or if you're a girl, get it from your girlfriends. Or just get it somewhere else. Some of those things, it's okay. And I think for different people, those those things that you need to get from the relationship versus those you can get elsewhere are, are going to be very different. And we're all individuals. So that's the first right. Although topic. Although
2: I think there probably are some universal, you know, things that people share that they kind of, you know, I, I would – Tend to think that there are probably some things that everybody needs to get. You know, as much as I think there's unique differences, I do think that there are some commonalities there too. I'm well, sorry. go ahead. Y-
0: you know, I, I, I think we're gonna we're gonna go right into the topic. I was gonna explain what the second topic is, but n- now you. But you never know; we
2: might not even get to that topic. That's right. You that's know, right. Might, it we might, might branch not. off into something completely unrelated. So, okay, <laughs> have a plan
0: though. Well, you know, we, we can start the topic uh, wherever you want. And, you know, one, okay. way to, one way to do that would be to talk about ourselves or maybe you um, would like to get into it by talking about what you hear from some of mm-hmm. your clients. And, of course, we all recognize that there needs to be total anonymity there in case any listeners would wonder about that. These are real clients with, you know, real challenges, and they go consult with Carrie. So naturally, that will be an anonymous experience for us today, but we can still learn a lot from their individual plights how would you like right, to handle absolutely.
2: that, Carrie? Um, I think I don't know, Scott. I'm, you know, I guess you know, I I always have a tendency to think about what's true for me first before I ever really give thought to to other people, and uh, and you know, one thing that I think about just in you bringing this topic up is I think that a lot of people haven't really checked in with themselves and don't and may not be fully aware of exactly what it is that they do really want or need from what you're calling the significant other. Um, And I think that that's one one thing that causes a lot of people problems, especially early on. You know, I see, I notice a huge difference when people come into my office and say they're in their early 20s versus when they're, you know, in their 30s or 40s. Just such a difference of awareness about what it is they're looking for and what's important to them. And I've noticed that with myself, too. I think I've changed tremendously from, you know, you go from being 16, obviously, and, you know, what's cool is the guy with the Corvette, <laughs> right. you know. And, and that's it's like, ooh, okay, I want to go out with him. He's cool. He's got a cool car. And then as you get a little bit older, obviously, life has a way of, of sort of teaching you lessons um, and making you realize that you need to pay closer attention to who you choose to spend time with. So I think the thing, that, the first thing that comes to my brain is just awareness, and I think that that sort of evolves as people get older and have more experiences.
0: You, you know, that that is very interesting because I I believe that that we have all known both kinds of people, and the the, the both kinds of people I'm referring to, you sort of suggested who they are and w- what their behavior is, but one type is the type that that does. Um, I won't make it a long explanation, but a group—the group that does grow up—and the, right. the women okay. who no longer are, you know, all hung up on a Corvette. You know, they can take it or leave it as far as significant right. other. And then others uh, don't grow up; they sort of stick with Ooh. the same pattern. And you know, one difference right. in those people is—I um, mean, there're probably a thousand differences with you know how they were raised and who their friends are and things like that. But I, I think for for folks who are generally aware and introspective, they grow at at uh, with with great strides. You know, leap leaps forward uh, is what right. they experience in growth. And but you're right that a lot of people I I believe fail to take stock of themselves. And if you ask them right. what is it that you need, they're unable to say. They've never thought about that. It's mm-hmm. it's all been the same. You know, one-dimensional, or I don't, I don't want to limit that and be unkind, but it, it does, for many people, end up being a one-dimensional thing. You know, I want a, I want a person who's good-looking. Well, you know, we all do. Um, but what else right. do you want? What about the conversation? Uh, things like that. Um, now, right. I, I have my own experience in this recently. There is a – now, I call all women girls, and I, I find myself explaining this on every show – um, it is. It Sounds is. Like
3: you're kind of feeling like you need to defend yourself a little bit.
0: Well, I've I have used the word girls when I when I was in Atlanta, Georgia for something, you know, big city. I used the word girls there in the same you know loving and affectionate way that I use it here in South Carolina, and the big city girls uh, really took me to task on it. They were deeply offended, yeah. and um, yeah. and I I just didn't understand it because in in my area of the world. We call women girls, and it really is genuine affection. So rather than me trying to change my vocabulary, I offer that brief explanation, ask everyone to accept it, and I move on. There is a, a, there is a girl. Actually, we're getting close to a commercial break. Maybe I shouldn't start this. Are we close enough to go straight to the break now, Dustin? Okay, if you'll come back and join us in a couple of minutes, we'll continue with the Scott and Donna show. and We are talking about relationships and how bad they might be and how good they can be. welcome back to the scott and donna show i'm here with uh, Carrie nickel and we're talking about relationships it, it, i'm not sure about that theme music that just got played i can tell you how much i had to do with the theme music on this show i wasn't allowed to participate that was that was my involvement song? pardon
2: you weren't allowed to have any input in terms of what song you
3: guys
0: picked uh, no no i wasn't it, it worked this way <laughs> donna called me one afternoon and she said, w- what are you doing? I, which is not the first question i like to be asked on the phone because I think I'm about to be cornered into having to go somewhere I don't want to go. Um, <laughs> but she said, listen. And then she went on and played roughly 13 songs that she right. had selected for theme music. And I said, well, which one do you like? She said, well, I like them all. I said, so which one are we going to use? She said, we're going to use them all. And she said, "I'm trying oh, to think." Wow. Of, she said, "I'm trying to think of others." And I said, "Well, you know, yeah, um, I really don't like any of the songs that you've picked, Donna, um, <laughs> but in that you seem to like instrumentals, maybe I could get something by, you know, a couple of my favorite groups' instrumental portions of, of Queen. Oh man, right. I, I, apparently that was a that was a, um, a personal affront to bring up Queen." <laughs> And so I, I tried with you know something slightly less racy. I tried Electric Light Orchestra. I was pounded right. into the ground, um, as my father would say, like a tent post. So I realized my suggestions meant nothing. I might as well just right. not think about the theme music, let it play, um, and mind my own business, which is
2: well. And, so, so you guys just rotate songs, huh?
0: I don't even keep track of it. I think she gave Dustin the 13 songs, and Dustin plays whatever he wants, and that wow. might not have even been one of the 13, because Dustin, Dustin is a freewheeling guy. Yeah, is he really? He is He is an anarchist. Uh, so
2: <laughs> I wasn't he, aware of that.
0: He's not going to be <laughs> limited to playing a mere 13 songs for one show. He's going to play whatever the hell I want to play. That's what Dustin's going to do. <laughs> So, get, so let me, I
2: really dig our theme music. We just picked one song, and I'm you know, i I'm still not tired of hearing it. Everybody else might be, but, you know.
0: I'm not. I'm I not. love it. Some, one of you guys finally said what it means, and I thought, I never paid attention to that. To me, it was just a song. Tell, tell them what it is, Carrie. It's cute.
2: Yeah, it's, uh, you got to it. Uh, um, God, what you saying now? <laughs> I don't know who sings it. What you feel now? I love that song, but I was, Sarah Lynn, I was just driving around in the car one day and it came on and I was like, that's it, that's the song, because it's really all about being real. I mean, that's kind of, you know, as, as a therapist and you're helping someone, you know, along their path, it's really helping people figure out what it is that they want out of this life. And so it's about keeping it real, being true to yourself. So it just fit perfectly, so.
0: Yeah, the, the only line that I know, and I, I bet it's true for most people, the only line you know of that song is it's an older song, you know. The only thing uh-huh. I recognize is to be real. That's I, couldn't, right. I
3: couldn't.
0: Yeah, to be real. So the other lyrics that you were just reciting, <laughs> yeah, that was that was lovely, Carrie. Um, <laughs> and I have a piano in the corner of the room. If you she'll, if she'll give me a few minutes to crack my knuckles and limber up, you know I can hey, play. Man, and can you can. Play? S- <laughs> no, I can't really play.
3: Uh, Dog on it.
0: All right. <laughs> I'm a big liar like that. I was
2: getting that. excited there. I was like, "Wow, well, we could we could strike up a, you know, we could get a little act and hit the road, man." You know. <laughs> now, would uh, <laughs> be all about it.
0: <laughs> there was something I was going to say here. What was that? I can't remember. I guess we'll have to get back into the topic. There was something I was that I had on my mind here, but rather than everybody uh, listening to me sit here and puzzle over that we'll go <laughs> we'll, we'll go back to the topic i was beginning to talk about a girl who i sort of know here in town we know right. we, i know who she is she she damn sure knows who i am no she she knows who i am i've given talks in front of her group and we know who the other one is and i've decided right. i really go, want to go out with her she is um absolutely beautiful and right. and, and look i'm not absolutely beautiful i'm i'm probably an average looking guy and i have my good days and my bad days and all that kind of stuff um i'm not ugly but i'm not the guy who you know all girls turn around and look at when they enter a room i mean they ought to but but they don't i hear
2: you scott (laughs) but
0: she is she is very interested in going out with me and oh she is i believe i can tell you why um, one of okay. my mutual friends and I didn't want to make make her feel awkward by kind of calling her out of the blue because I know she's going out with another guy right now now right. He, he's not the guy for her and I'll explain what I mean by that so it would kind of be okay to call her but you know I shouldn't let my personal beliefs about him make me do something that's inappropriate but I thought at least I can get one of my one of my extremely good friends to you know sort of you know, enter into that for me and right. see, see but how that... like
2: your side door guy, kind of like somebody to kind of... Yeah. You know, and, like when you're back in junior high school and the and friend comes running over and says, my friend Mikey likes you, do you like him? That kind of thing?
0: Yeah, it still works. That's the thing about that. <laughs>
2: okay, as pathetic as that sounds, all right. Go ahead, I'm and, sorry. And
0: look, <laughs> the, reason, the reason it works is that that is... Um, and Carrie, I know you... Yeah a good bit from listening to your show, and I would think that that method would appeal to you because the reason I do it that way it doesn't have anything to do with me being shy or not knowing how to speak to a girl or anything like that. I don't want right. a girl to feel um, as though she to, – to, I don't, know what, I don't know what the word is. You know what the word is. You don't want her you to see,
2: you don't want to catch her off guard and put her in a position where she feels awkward. Is that what you're saying? That,
0: that's exactly it.
2: You call her up, and she's like, I really don't want to go out with this dude, and I really don't know how to say it. But he's on the phone asking me out, and I've got to say
0: something. Right, <laughs> right. And I, I imagine – I mean, we, we fellas – don't really run into that I mean, maybe we have actually i have a couple of times but but it's not my life's experience and i just imagine that it's probably not that much of a picnic for a girl no matter how much she's practicing no matter how much practice she has had at turning guys down you know um it can yeah, be hard it, to is do. Not a,
3: it is difficult
2: it is but i think most people i mean i think the the feeling i get from most guys is um that they you know they sort of like flush things out a little bit first you know what I'm saying
1: mm-hmm.
2: like if it's somebody that you know in this kind of situation you're just you know what you're describing sort of sort of knowing somebody you know being conversational with somebody I would think that in talking to her you know you would be getting some signals from her that would let you know one way or the other whether or not she would be interested in going out with you
0: right right signals you know yeah. what
2: I'm saying? that's, signals. A, that's like, a great you know, topic a, right there yeah, like is she looking you in the eyes? Is she smiling at you? You know, when she's talking to you, is her, is her posture sort of like facing towards you? You know, all that kind of stuff. Cause I know like when, when I'm approached by a male and I kind of get the feeling that he's sort of interested and I'm not really interested in him, my body language is very different. <laughs> Cause I'm trying really hard So let him know before that cat comes out of the bag that just don't even go there. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't want him to feel bad. I don't want to embarrass him or make him feel rejected. So you try to give off these signals.
3: You know what I'm saying?
0: Well, Carrie, um, when I met you that time and I walked up to your table, you had your eyes rolled back in your head and your back arched over the chair and, and were moaning. I didn't know that oh, was a oh, whether it was a signal oh. or not, but I I guess maybe it was.
3: <laughs> Gee, thanks, Scott.
0: <laughs> hey, we have a we well, have I a think. caller on the line. Um, this okay. is this is great, uh, John. Are you there?
4: Uh, sure am, Scott. How are
0: you? I'm doing fine. How about you, John?
4: Doing good, uh, Carrie. When you got you were talking about the idea of. Um, you know, trying to give off signals. And I think, you know, as we, more in our 40s and this type of age, I think we're better reading those, um, yeah. for the most part. And, and I think if a, you know, if a, you know, if you, if you want to ask someone out, um, I've kind of been in sales a lot of my life and you kind of learn some of those takeaway techniques to kind of give them an open door to somewhat know that it's okay to say no. Or it's okay right. to say, ah, it's not the type of relationship I'm looking for. Is, would you say okay. that's true?
2: Would I say that men sort of sort of give you an option?
4: Well, I mean, like if, sort of if you're if you're if you're if you're doing the asking as a man, if you right. kind of give what I call in sales a sales t- a takeaway technique, otherwise, you know, hey, you know, it's okay to say no, you know, and right. because you do care about them personally, and, and you'd rather if they, they are uncomfortable and and like you said, you didn't read those signals. If you could give them right. the takeaway, they know, yeah, hey, it's okay to say no.
2: I guess I've never really paid that much attention to, <laughs> to that. Like if, if somebody asks me out. And, you know, most of the time I go out with people that I already have known or, you know, have some kind of relationship with. So it usually, for me, it sort of starts slowly and then, you know, like, so you might start by meeting for coffee and then maybe taking a bike ride. And Like, I usually take things really slowly to get to know people as well as I possibly can before I decide, do I want to sort of take it to a dating level, you know? And, and they might be doing that, and I think that's a smart thing to do. So could you give me an example of what you're talking about? So I'll know when I see it. Well, <laughs> uh, well,
4: uh, well I, guess, I guess what I'm saying is when a, when a guy is actually doing the asking, you know, and I like right. your idea of right. take take small steps because it's a yeah. lot easier to say no to having coffee than it is yeah. to say no to having a dinner at a, at a nice restaurant.
2: Right. Yeah. Yes, I think so, too. And, you know, because you know, dating is a decision, right? I mean, I, I think that it's something that you need to... Uh-huh. Like, I, I don't know. For me, it is. And, it, it, and so before I decided do I really want to sort of date somebody, I really want to sort of figure out who they are first and get to know them as a friend so and maybe you know maybe scott that needs to be your approach too with her is just sort of you know how you know sort of how you look at it and what your perspective is and if you think about it as just trying to get to know this person and know whether or not there's a whole lot more to her in terms of like whether or not you've got enough in common with her and all that kind of stuff what her personality is like is just to look at it differently and think, well, I'm just going to ask her out for coffee and, you know, get to know her a little bit. And that's not really a date, technically. Not in my book, anyway, and it, it, maybe it is in other people's, but I just look at it as getting to know somebody. Like, if a girl were to say, hey, let's get together and have coffee, I mean, I wouldn't look at it any differently than if, if it was just sort of a, an acquaintance that's, that was male and you said, hey, let's get together and have coffee. Like, in my book, I wouldn't think this is a date, you know.
0: Well, you know, I have heard, um, you have said a lot of those kinds of things on your own show, and my view of it, with with this particular girl I'm talking about, because she's going out with somebody else, um, you know, I don't want to be, you know, slipping around doing anything wrong at all, and, you know, dishonoring this other guy, even though apparently nobody in town has much respect for him, I don't want to do anything that, you know, is disrespectful. To him at all but well, you know not, it,
2: but how long is she I'm sorry how long has she been going out with this guy
0: since uh, January
2: that's a long time so is there in from your opinion in your opinion is are there you know valid reasons why people feel that way about this guy
0: yeah yeah he's All right,
2: so then to me I gotta tell you I think that there is a lot to be you know that there's a lot to um, who people spend time with and, and, and when I say that, what I mean is I think it is indicative of who they are. Am I making
0: oh, sense to you? you? You are making perfect sense. Now, we, we've got to take – Dustin, am I right? We have to take a commercial break. We're going to do that, and, and I'm going to come right back to that on the other side of the break. And we've got a couple of callers also. We've got Cheryl, um, who has been waiting for a couple of minutes already, and Tiffany. We'll come back on the other side of the break, and I'll give you the call-in call number
1: again. See you, in, see you in a few minutes.
0: You're you're back with the Scott and Donna show with uh Carrie Carrie Nickel and we've we've got got two women waiting on the line to talk with us. I'm going to quickly finish something up here and then we're going to get to Cheryl, who I see is the next caller, and I know exactly who she is. So what what, what Carrie and I were talking about, uh, well, what Carrie was talking about was the the notion that I could ask this girl out and go have coffee and something like that where it's not a real date and and John who was just calling in was talking about how you take the pressure off a girl when you ask her out. So I want to talk about both things. When I ask a girl out, if it's not somebody, I mean, well, when I ask a girl out, period. You know, I'm going to say something that is that that is is like this. You know, listen, I would, you know, talk for a couple minutes whatever it is and then just go right into it and and say I would I would really like uh to be able to have dinner with you uh, th- this weekend or, or a time that's convenient for you, and that's what I, that's what I'd really like to do. I think I think you're, you know, a great girl, and you know, I enjoy being around you. And I think it'd be fun. I hope it'd be fun for you. Um, but before you answer now, let me let me just tell you, there. Please don't feel funny about it in the least. If it's something that you'd rather not do for a good reason, bad reason, no reason at all, you can just you can just say that. And my God. satisfaction will be that, that at least I've been able to pay you a real serious compliment. You know, and, and that <laughs> will be. That's really fun.
2: sweet, but, but to me it feels too verbose. It feels too heavy.
0: Um, yeah, well, I guess for the radio, in that I'm not having a real call with a real girl, I'm kind of telling you what it is. I the, the, don't the, believe yeah, I'd actually be exactly making a but speech, like, but that's the content.
2: Right, but it's like if somebody approached me with with that kind of invitation, I would think like it just would it just hits you different. Whereas if you just said, Hey, you want to go have coffee sometime? Well, for, and so so see, and I think that's why I think that's a better way to approach it initially because if you say the dinner thing right out of the gate, then that's like, ooh, that's I'm gonna go sit down and have a meal with this. It just feels different. It, that's date. That's dating behavior, right? Whereas if you just said, hey, let's go have coffee, and then you could spend some time with her, and then you could have an opportunity to really read some signals from her, right? And if coffee goes great and you get a good vibe from her, then you could say, hey, you know, you're free for dinner Friday? Then boom.
0: And I have never done that, but I think I'm going to do it now. Now, (laughs) I I have another technique for asking out girls, and I was going to use this one on you, Carrie, um, (laughs) to just say, you know, hey, hey, you know why don't you get in that damn kitchen and make me a sandwich bitch <laughs> and you know then she knows she's she knows she's my woman and she knows what that means for her
3: uh. exactly <laughs> god, i love
2: that approach my god you know you
0: should write a book i'm a smooth talker <laughs> I've, I've also never yes. been married is anyone surprised to hear that yeah probably not <laughs> well let's go to let's go to uh cheryl oh, cheryl, cheryl has has left the the calling arena Aww. and we're very saddened Aww. by that she probably hung up mad you know she's got quite a temper um cheryl, <laughs> cheryl is carrie's co-host i was talking to you about earlier and i don't know who's who's cuter or sweeter or smarter they're just two of the best in the world but our next caller is tiffany are you on tiffany
1: I'm here. Hello, Scott. Hi, Kerry. Hey, and Tiffany. Can y'all hear me?
0: We can, we can hear okay. you just fine. We, we can't wait to hear. I'm just on pins and needles here, wanting to know what is on your mind today, <laughs> Tiffany.
1: <laughs> well, I was going to say that I agree with Carrie and as a female. Um, well, I know this from experience. One Dustin, time, a guy will you asked drop this call,
0: please? She agrees with Carrie. <laughs> no, ahead, I'm sorry.
1: Well, I remember one time a guy asked me out to dinner, and I didn't really want to go out with him. First of all, because I just didn't really like him that much. Well, so I said, well, you know, I'm really, I'm, I'm busy that night or whatever. Well, he didn't give up, and he said, would you go out to lunch with me? And I thought, well, lunch isn't too bad because you know it's lunch. I'll say I got to get back yeah. to work in an hour or so. I can spare an hour for you, whatever. So that's what we did and I ended up
3: marrying the guy. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, so when someone However, comes to dinner, it, just... it feels it feels more
2: serious, oh, doesn't it? That's a bigger time investment. It does, definitely. And I and I like I like your idea, Carrie, of just saying
1: casually, like if he Scott, you could make yourself be in the same place that she is, like some sort of Social group, because I know who you're talking about and you probably run sort of in the same circles. So you can make, you could be at an event that she's at, you know, and then just say after the event or during the event, hey, you know, you want to go grab a cup of coffee sometime? And then if she's really interested, Carrie, correct me if, if I'm wrong or if you disagree, I think if she was really interested, she'd say, yeah, how about this date? Yeah. Do you think so, Carrie? Yep.
2: Yeah,
1: I do. Okay.
3: No, let because me just
1: if ask, you say sometime, it's sort of open-ended. You know, like sometimes. Like, you know how you always say, oh, call me sometime, and then you 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 don't, or if you want to, you do. If you don't, you don't. And it's not – nobody's offended.
2: Right.
1: L- yeah. l- l-
0: let me ask you guys a, a question. I'm sorry, Carrie. I don't mean to interrupt you. Please go ahead.
2: Oh, that's okay. I was just going to say, and I think it's easier if someone's invited out to coffee first, and they and they and they don't really want to. go. I think it's easier to turn that down too. It doesn't feel as awkward to say, "Yeah, I just I'm so busy. I don't know if I'll be able to make that happen." Or you know what I'm saying? Like, it's easier to turn down. Yeah, definitely. A, yeah. So. Hmm.
0: Okay. In that case. And I also,
1: have... I would I would appreciate not being like, you know, like Carrie said, you know, going to dinner. You start to feel. That's heavy, you know, and then you might sort of feel cornered and eat bad if you said no. But, like, with a casual open-ended invitation to coffee, it's so much less threatening and, then, and, and so much less awkward.
2: Yeah, and, like, if you said something, if you came up to Scott and said, just handed her a card and just said, here, you know, here's, here's my number, give me a shout sometime, let's go grab a cup of coffee, and then put it in her court, and then if she wants to go out with you and spend time with you and she's interested in you, she will make the effort to call you.
1: Yeah, I like that idea, definitely.
2: Yeah, I do too. I think that would feel great. Like if a guy came up to me and I was interested in him and he just said, hey, here's my card, I'd love to get together and have coffee with you sometime and just sort of walked away, I'd be like, cool. And if I liked him, I'd, I'd Yeah, I would be person. all over that if I was interested for sure. Yep. so I think that's a great idea.
0: Why, why is it with you ladies that, um, I don't mean for this question to be so serious, but I do? I do wonder about it. Um, Uh Carrie, I've heard you say on your show, it really is falling in line with what you and Tiffany are talking about now on your show, and I have, I have been making fun of you behind your back in my conversations (laughs) with Cheryl about this. You said that you wouldn't even let a guy see your car for like six months. And when, when I heard stuff like, it was, it was some incredible period, like a six months, year and a half, whatever (laughs) it was, um but you know when i heard that and some other comments you know like that that you have to meet the guy and you know not just a public place but a high traffic public place it, it here's how, here's how it made me feel as as i heard it um uh-huh. i'm i'm not a predator um
3: right
0: and um i'm not gonna make anybody feel funny or or do anything at, wrong in the least little way why is it that yeah. i am having to you know, kind of put my name on a list of candidates and go through this severe interview process where I can't even see your yeah. daggum car. You know, because <laughs> the way I, here's the way I see it. We are, if we're single, we are in the dating world. I ain't in the coffee world. I'm in the right. dating world. And, uh-huh, you know, I don't see that anything that, I don't see anything about a dinner being a big deal. It it is right. not a big deal to me, and so I don't uh-huh. know I don't know what the purpose of all that is. I took some of what you and your comment about not letting a guy see your car because you mentioned not letting them see your license plate. That some of right. that is yeah. is a fear, and you know the number of guys out there who would be predators of any kind. Um, it's got to be a very small group of fellas. Oh
2: man, no, you'd be surprised. Really. Um, yeah, and you know and I think what really what happened was I spent some time with this one person getting to know him, going out with him and after about six weeks learned that he spent the entire time being completely deceitful with me about everything. Um, who he was, what he did for a living, where he lived, everything was a lie. Wow. And that's and, very
1: common, yeah. really it is.
2: It, and, and, it, and so what we're looking at here is really a sociopath I agree <laughs> and when you realize that you've just spent six weeks hanging out with a sociopath I mean it just makes the hair stand up on the back of your neck and you realize that you know and because this guy presented very well very articulate very intelligent very um, you know just uh, the way he carried himself I mean he was really good um, and so when you realize hey you know it just sort of shifts the way you look at people and it just sh- makes a shift in your behavior. Now, I wouldn't, you know, it's not that I would need to spend six weeks, six months or something and not letting somebody sort of in, but I definitely am more thoughtful about my approach with men. And, you know, quite honestly, if I'm going out with somebody and they got a problem with that, pfft, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, then to see ya.
1: But the other thing about dinner, too, is, I mean, you mentioned that that she's dating someone I mean you know you don't know how serious their relationship is I mean it it wouldn't really I I wouldn't appreciate it if my boyfriend went out to dinner with somebody I I wouldn't mind if he went out to coffee with somebody
3: right but
1: dinner is is definitely more a date than
3: coffee is
0: yeah I wouldn't ask this girl out for dinner right now Um, right so I was kinda using her as an example but then i sort of left the facts that i had given and was talking about something different because i'm not going to just flat ask the girl out when she's going out with somebody else but i could sort of you know wave my little flag from over here and say you know i'm available how about you and then it's her choice that's sort of what i picture dustin you held up something i didn't see what it was friend he's saying we have two minutes now let me ask you all in these two minutes um, you talked about how a guy may call you and want to go have coffee, and you say you're, uh, maybe you're too busy that you, you can't work that in. Um, the way you said that um, sounded like a lie. So right. when you're turning a guy down, I, I guess maybe it's a two-part question. We'll see, we'll see if it is a two-part. It's kind of up to you and what your answer is. Um, but the first part of that would be what is it that you do say to a guy you don't want to go out with and then, what do you think you should say to a guy you don't go out with, uh-huh. if that is a different answer?
2: Right. You're asking me?
0: Yes. You're the co-host. Um,
2: yeah. Oh, I didn't know if you're asking me or asking Tiffany. Um, I think I have a, you know, what I've noticed about me is I have a tendency to be fairly upfront and honest with people. So I'd say, gee, you know, I appreciate the invitation, but I'm, you know, I'm just really not that interested in, 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 going out right now and i usually I'll, I'll sort of make that a little vague but i'll say um you know gee thanks but i have said that in the past um you know and as nicely as you can um but i think you know if you were just if you were to do something like go up to someone and ask them and give them a card and just say hey why don't you give me a call let's go grab coffee sometime and just sort of left it in their court then they don't necessarily have to give you an answer either they could give you an answer by just you know, you don't ever hear from them kind of thing. And that, that might take a little bit of the pressure off of them, too. But there have been occasions here, I guess, recently, where I've had to let people know that I'm not, you know, it's like, for example, they'll, they'll ask you out to coffee and you do that, and, you know, you might take a bike ride together or whatever, and they then want to kind of go further. And, and I have had to say, you know, I really appreciate your interest, but, you know, this relationship doesn't feel like it's going to evolve into anything more than just a friendship to me. So,
0: that's a good answer. I it's hard to do that. I, I yeah. like that. I like that simple statement.
2: Yeah. So, you know, and it's but it, it is difficult to say that, because you don't want to hurt somebody's feelings, you know? And, and I don't know if their feelings would be hurt or not, but, you know, you really just have to, you know, I've always been sort of conscious of that. It's, it just doesn't feel good. So that's why I guess I, I kind of like the open-ended thing better. Um, So, and then, you know, quite honestly, sometimes it is true that, you know, the schedule doesn't, like it, you know, I just don't have time to do that right now, you know. Um, So, from time to time, I mean, you know, that could be a true statement. So, yeah.
0: I think a lot of guys... You
2: know me,
1: I would probably lie.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I, I, I actually think a lie is fine. You know,
1: yeah. the way I, I would lie because is. I wouldn't want to hurt their feelings.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. But see, the only thing that I've noticed is like when you are dishonest like that with men, and you and you're not straightforward with them, then they sometimes they don't let it go. You know what I'm saying? They don't get the hint. And right, yeah. They don't. They don't pick up what you're putting down. And so that's the only reason why I've, I think that it, it's. And I, you know, and I guess too, like I put myself in their position, and I think. I really appreciate people to to be direct with me because I really want to know what's up, you know. And it's just to me, it just makes it easier than leaving somebody wondering and you know, well, did she? Is she? You know. Um, So that's why I I think to some degree it's kinder, as long as you phrase it nicely and you're diplomatic and thoughtful about it. I think it's actually kinder to just be honest and, and straightforward.
0: So. I I think that too but if if a lie is going to be told I, I wouldn't fault anybody for telling telling a lie any any girl for telling a lie to a guy right uh, because I think right. their feelings are the ones that matter more in that call than than mine but if a girl is going to lie make the lie just as good as the truth if the lie is well I'm kinda busy that night well a normal guy is gonna hear you say I'm busy that night not realize that you just can't stand him and he's going to call again and then i will hear those girls who i'm around saying why doesn't he get the message well he doesn't get the message because your lies are just idiotic your lies are designed to make him call again and now you're at the point where you know the guy really wants to go out with you and you're you're being critical of that that's not fair at all
4: um we have to go straight to
0: a commercial now i believe i got another sign from dustin Um, So let's go ahead and and stop right now, and we'll come back in just a moment with the last segment of the uh,
1: Scott and Donna Show. Hey, welcome back to the Scott and
0: Donna Show. We're here with Carrie Nickel and Tiffany Nixon. And actually, before we continue here, Tiffany, I just realized that we got a call before, um, from John, and I didn't find out which gift card he was interested in. I don't know whether you were listening to that part of the show. Oh, Dustin is saying he did get what card John is interested in. I have no intention of sending him one, though. Um, <laughs> Tiffany, <laughs> 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 Tiffany, which gift card would you give Which be one interested? is that? We have, we have two cards available to you, uh, $25 for each card. One is to Starbucks, and the other is to Barnes and Noble. So if you are the, wow. the randomly selected caller for the day, which card would we be sending to you?
1: Oh, you would be sending me Starbucks.
0: Starbucks. Yeah. That's right. You're still in that reading <laughs> class. You couldn't use a Barnes & Noble card yet.
1: I'm still in what?
0: The reading class. Once you learn to read, you oh, will send you a class? Barnes & Noble card. That was just kind of a bad joke. Um, all right, so we'll put you down for, for Starbucks. All right, hey, 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 I love to read, but I, I got an exciting caller on the line. Hold everything. We got a celebrity on the phone. Mr. Real Hicks.
3: Mr. (laughs) Real. How you doing, girl? Hi. Hi, Carrie.
2: How's everybody? Good. How are
3: you? Happy Browless Friday! How did you take your bra off, girl? I certainly hope so. I, I am. It, it's really liberating. I mean, I, I'm out here doing it, and it feels great. <laughs> yeah, right, whatever. <laughs> you better have those puppies tied up, man. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, we're supporting breast cancer, so no brawls. So I had right, a right. today, y'all, right? So, went to the meeting, had it on. After the meeting, went to the girl's room and took it off, and now I'm in my car and I'm just close. You know, we've, we've
0: got another <laughs> caller on the line, and it's the FCC. <laughs> <laughs> yes Mr. Commissioner what have we done wrong today hey you know Dustin is in the studio laughing because he knew it was going to happen and so did I that as soon as Sherrill got on the line it's now the Carrie Tiffany Cheryl show and I might as well just go ahead and you know fold up my tablet and leave the room so if y'all could just give me an opportunity now and then
3: uh, you know we love you
0: well, Cheryl, I want
3: you—I
0: to to, to I want you to get as opinionated as you can possibly be and tell us where we have gone wrong with this conversation and straighten everybody well, out.
3: Recap, recap me because I was listening to something and I had to take care of something. So give give, give it to me real quickly. The three,
0: well, I guess, first. I guess the part of it that would be easy to form an opinion on, and you know, with with you, it's probably going to be quite a tirade on this topic. But when when a guy asks you out. Um, how, do you, how do you turn him down this is only part of what we were saying but do you what do you say when you don't want to go out with a guy and then if the answer to this next question is different, what do you think you should be saying how do you think you ought to be handling because you might handle it one way just because you're kind of lily-livered and you handle it a certain way but you realize, you know, I probably shouldn't handle it that way I always kind of panic and do the same thing so how do you, how do you think that should be handled and how do you like to be asked well, out? You can, you know, just okay. light us up on any part of that.
3: Okay. Well, first of all, I, I'm a single woman and I don't cook. So I always hate this. Whether it's a quick place, I feel the have dinner with you. Because, one, I love people. And even if I don't like you, I can still have good dinner and great conversation. Unless you're just a total butthead. Now, I don't do jerks and pompous assholes, so that doesn't mean up, but if one of those ask me, I do want to and analyze them all night. Um, but really, all jokes aside, if I really don't want
0: to go I'm You know, I am missing so much of this call. Um, I am. So too. much of it was I broken up on the cell phone, but here's what I get out of that. Um, Cheryl likes jerks and assholes. Um, if you ask her out, the answer, the answer will be yes because she has taken all comers and um, she doesn't know how to cook, so you might want to you know kind of hone your own skills before you ask Cheryl out. Sherrill would be able to handle the get in the kitchen and make me a sandwich, Bix, but if it was get in the, can, get in the kitchen and um, um, make me some lasagna, I, I guess we're not going to get that from Cheryl. So, no, um she don't
2: cook, baby. Not, not in the kitchen, anyway.
0: I think there are a couple of numbers we should give out. We should probably give out Cheryl's personal cell phone number so she can get all these calls. <laughs> and then, Carrie, I'd like you to give out your license number um, so all of, all of us guys, you know, all of us hot-blooded guys can follow you around all the time. Parking your driveway.
2: Take <laughs> yourself outside my door and set my house on fire so I can run out naked at night. There you go. That's
0: a plan <laughs> man. <laughs> now we are we are unfortunately at the end of the show. And um Aww. I can't believe it. This this has been genuine fun and I hope everybody who who called in and, and who is listening uh, Just as important as the callers, the listeners. I hope everybody is enjoying this. And next week, when Donna's back, I know one of our topics is going to be bedbugs, which is apparently reached some kind of epidemic level. And you know, you kind of think that might be a lighthearted topic, but um, the way Donna talks about this, I get the idea that, and that we can't cover it today. We can only hope that you know, between now and next Friday, the bedbugs haven't eaten, you know, Scandinavia and half of New England. Uh, it, yeah. maybe maybe they'll just eat France cuz i don't think any I think anybody would miss france it'd be fine if they ate france <laughs> but we're going to we're going we're going to come back you know next week with you know important moments in broadcasting um, because we'll be dealing with the bed bug issue like no one else has dealt with it before um so anyway, <laughs> we're going to say so long for this week thank you so much for listening Thank you, uh, Carrie and Tiffany, for being such a a good part of this show and Carrie for co-hosting. And be sure to listen next week at 1 o'clock to this show and be sure to listen next week at 10 o'clock on Friday morning. Uh, So we have Carrie and Cheryl at 10 o'clock on Friday morning with Psyched and then the Scott and Donna show at 1 o'clock next Friday afternoon. So we will see you all then.
1: Thank you. Enjoy your holiday weekend. Bye now.